Welcome to the Green Thumb Gardener Show, the podcast that spreads all the dirt about gardening. Our gardening tips will help and inspire both beginner and seasoned gardeners. Coming to you from his Zone 7B garden in North Carolina, here's your host, the expert gardener who is helping you sprout your green thumb, Jeremy Stark. In today's episode, I wanted to just give you guys some inspiration on some plants that that do really well in a large container. If if you have a really sunny spot, you know, when you're just starting out in container garden, you might not know exactly what, what works good. So I just thought I'd give you some inspiration on what plants work really well. And I'll give you a, just a few tips for each one. So the first plant that I have is agave. It's, it's quite a support Herb and exquisite plant that uh, that does give a lot of good texture and size and appearance to a container. Uh, it's really good that you can use it in, in most pots and most containers and still can be suitable for some cooler climate areas, but it does prefer more warm, uh, kind of a warmer area for it. So it does need some well-drained soil and it does need a lot of sun. So you need to make sure that this is in a really sunny spot and it comes in a variety of different colors. The second plant that that is really good is it's a hibiscus. Most know this this particular shrub is a very beautiful flowering tree and it does grow really well in large pots. They're very classic looking and tropical. They um, they can grow uh, up to about 12 feet. Most of them grow I think um, you know about 10 to 12 feet is is at the the range that it does get. It is reserved more for the kind of the warmer climate areas. So in the zone five to nine is really where it does very well. It does have quite a bit of uh, color choices that you can use, whether it's yellow, pink, orange, or purple blooms. And then uh, third is is just about every gardener's favorite. It's tomatoes. Tomatoes do really well in containers. Um, you want to make sure they have either the determinate type or the dwarf plants. The indeterminate ones are the ones that grow really large and vines. So you, you can still grow those in a container, but it's not, it, you would have to have some sort of trellis area for it. So I, I'd say stick with a, a bush variety or a dwarf one. Uh, they do really well in most of the zones. Of course, they do require at least uh, at least six hours of sun out of the day. That That is probably my favorite one to grow out of this whole list, to be honest with you. Number four on the list is the Angelonia. It's also known as the Summer Snapdragon. Uh, it's, it does come in mostly purple and pink flowers and they um they are very well known around most of the areas um at least down in the south you see a lot of them in and most of the yards that they can walk through and they do very well in uh, in your container garden so it's definitely a good plant to get a good flower to get if you're in the summer number five on the list is uh, believe it or not is actually bamboo Bamboo, I mean, you know that these things can grow very large, but they do actually like containers because they it does help them to, it does constrict their grow a little bit so they don't get too out of hand when you do put them in containers because they do grow very fast. But once they're in the container, they, they can't escape. So you want to make sure that that they don't they don't sprout off and grow in the yard somewhere else because they can grow very fast so just be aware that um, they'll have these smaller runners and you can cut them off and most of the time if you just keep them in pots they'll do very well but they do add something different if you want to have it a, a different aesthetically pleasing area that does lend well to that it's a good backdrop for um, most of your your plants so you can put that in the back and have something more colorful in the front of it for it. They do grow as high as 10 to 20 feet, you know, depending on how much you have in your container and all the other um, spacing that you have. Uh, number six on the list is 
fuchsia, probably not saying that right, but <laughs> they're, they're a very colorful red, kind of white bloom, pink, purple flower, probably like a fuchsia color. I would think that's, that's kind of close to what their name is. You can certainly put these in a container. They also still do well. These are one of the ones that kind of do still do well in a shaded spot. So maybe this one, you can put these in a spot where it doesn't get complete sun all the time, but there's a little bit of shade. They, they do grow in the, the zones of six to 11 and they, they don't mind a little bit of shade. So you can keep them in there for a little bit. Number seven on the list is basil. Basil is wonderful to grow in a container. It's definitely something that you want to grow if you're growing tomatoes as well. Uh, it, it can to um, tolerate some drought. So it does, it is a pretty hardy plant when you, when it does get established. And there's so many different varieties of, of basil that you can grow. There's uh, there's Thai basil, there's uh, Genovese basil, which is like Italian basil. Uh, so there's different ones that you can grow and they, they all do taste differently. And they're favorite, a favorite of mine in the summertime. Number eight on the list is chives. Yeah, chives, um, they, they do really well in, in a container as well. They, they're one of those onions too that, that you can just plant and they will just take over that area that you plant. So I like to keep them in a container because they're just easier to maintain and you can actually keep them in a, you know, inside your house. If you have an area that gets a lot of sun during the day and they'll continue to grow and you can just use them as you need it right there. And it's really close for you. So they do, they can tolerate a little bit of shade. So that's why it's okay to put a nice sunny window because it's not going to get a full amount of sun all, all the time throughout the year, but it's still a good one to grow there. Uh, the next one is plum and for number nine on our list, it's a beautiful sky blue flower that gives color to the focal point where it's placed. And it's known for attracting butterflies and hummingbirds. How does that sound coming to your garden? So these ones are great to put in one of those of those uh, butterflies or bird garden. They'll be front and center there for the hummingbirds and, and some butterflies that come around. They do, they do really require some full sun. So make sure that that area that you plant them in does get full sun in there. Uh, the next one rounding on our list is, is kind of a surprise, but I think most people think it when they think of containers and, and vegetables. Uh, it's actually beets. Now beets, uh, they, they actually do require a good amount of soil. So you can't plant them in a shallow pot. And that's why we're working on the large pots here. Uh, so you want to make sure you have a good amount of soil in there because the, the tap root of the beets does go down really far. But I've had lots of success growing these. And one of the best things about growing them in a container, that a big enough container that you can handle and move around is when it's really cold in your area, you can bring it into your garage or another area that's a little bit warmer than where it is. Maybe you have one of those porches that's, you know, it might be a little bit warmer than just closer to the house than it is like out in the open. But that's one of the things about it. You can grow that in there. And I've even had in the wintertime, you can cover them up the, the greens of the beets and you can over kind of overgrow them during the winter. They don't grow as fast. There's not a lot of sun, but they still grow, but they, they do like the full sun. So if it does have a good area that has a full sun, they will grow pretty fast. The next one on the list, number 11 is dwarf Alberta spruce. Yeah, this is a large plant. So this one, you'll want to make sure you have a good amount of room, a nice big pot for this one. Uh, these things can grow up to 12 feet. Most of the time, these things are dwarf ones. So you're not going to get the big spruce that you might see out in, out in the woods there. But those those actually, uh, you know, can take, you know, 
they, they can grow fairly large, but to get to full maturity takes about 20 to 25 years or even more. But if you're going to get the dwarf ones, that just means that it's going to grow a little bit uh, slowly and it will still be constricted by the pot size that you have. So it's not going to get too out of hand for that. Uh, number 12 on the list is lantana. These are very attractive plants for butterflies because of the different eye-catching colors and smells that they have. Uh, they come in so many different varieties, orange and red and pink and yellow and white. And some of these will have a, some of these varieties will have partly colored foliage that can even add more color to your to your garden when they're in when they're when they're almost in full bloom. They do prefer the the kind of warmer climate um, areas, but you can't get away with it. Most of the zones that you plant this in are in the south. The zones eight to twelve, but you probably could go a little bit further north, but you won't you won't see these. They won't bloom as much. So it's definitely more for the Southern United States area. Number 13 on the list is the blue, blue stem, big blue stem, big, big blue stem. <laughs> uh, that's a very, just, a, this is one of those ornamental grasses that grows um, really large in a big pot. These are great for putting a different focal point in your area. Maybe throw these in front of your, you know, where your walkway is um, and then have some plants in front of that. So this is kind of a good backdrop for it, a good area, but they do grow really large, can uh, grow to four to six feet tall, and they get as wide as two to three feet. So just be aware of that when you're starting out with these, these will probably come as small plants and then they do grow pretty large. So give them a little space when you plant them in there. Number 14 on the list, this one, sadly, I wish I could grow this in my area, but I still wanted to have this on the list uh, because it does require a lot of sun. It's bananas. Yeah, you can actually grow bananas in a pot, if believe it or not. Uh, they're, they're very uh, conducive to, to, you know, have an area, but you you do need to have, you might not be able to use these as, as um, you know, for fruiting and everything, but they, the, the beauty of them are very, very beautiful. And, you know, if you're in the right area, the right zone, um, you can plant these and they eventually will grow some bananas. They might not be as large or uh, as the ones that you would normally get in the in the supermarket, but you still will get some fruiting off of them. Uh, number 15 on the list is lettuce. Lettuce is is by far one of the best beginner ones to grow. It's, it's very easy to grow. It's very forgiving. And there's so many different varieties of lettuce out there. Uh, they do love this, the complete sun. So if you have an area that has a lot of sun, then that's great. But they also tolerate shade as well. So you can have a big, huge container for these and they will just blossom and do very well for you. So it's definitely a recommended uh, vegetable that I would plant pretty much all year round. So number 16 on the list is a mountain cabbage tree. I uh, I had to look this one up because to be honest with you, I've only seen some pictures of it. And I wasn't really certain of what it is, but it is a, it is definitely an interesting plant. It's almost like a small palm tree. If you're familiar with what that looks like, it's, it's a really good focal point. So it's not something that you want to plant in the background. This thing will just take the whole show for itself, but definitely look that up to see, see, take a look at this, of uh, this particular plant. Um, it it does grow in, in zones four to 11. However, it probably doesn't do really well um, anywhere above zone nine. So I would just keep it around maybe zone eight, zone nine, um, if you're concerned about that. And the last one on the list is Sweet Bay or Loris nobilis. This tree is actually medicinal. 
as well as attractive. So this can be, it has a very beautiful blossom. Uh, um, it does grow very well. And this thing, if you plant this in an open area, a natural environment, we're not, not even in a container, this thing will grow as as tall as 50 to 60 feet. So keeping it in a container will basically constrict it so it won't grow as much as as tall, but it'll still get pretty large. So if you can get a really large container that you don't move in a good spot where you want to have some focal point, you can keep this a little bit on the smaller side. So those round out are 17 plants, the large um, that you can have in large pots when they're in a sunny spot. Hopefully they give you some inspiration to try some new things out or something that that you've that's a favorite of yours, like tomatoes, for instance, or basil. But hopefully that's helped you and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Green Thumb Gardener Show. You can find us on all the major podcast channels. Please leave a positive review to show your support. You can check out our latest gardening articles at GardenerThumb.com. Stop by our YouTube channel for helpful gardening videos at GardenerThumb.com slash YouTube. Grab our free gardening hacks guide at GreenThumbHacks.com. If you have any interest on being on the show or want to advertise with us, reach out by email to podcast at GardenerThumb.com. Tune in to our next Green Thumb Gardener Show. Now get out there with your green thumb and get dirty.